Welcome to Manowaker Studios Flash Fiction Podcast. I'm CB Darogi. This week, Mushroom Man. Renee stopped when she heard sobbing. It sounded both very far off and very close by, but that kind of acoustic effect was not uncommon out in these woods. Sobbing, however, was uncommon. People did not come out to the Cincinnati Nature Center to cry amongst the trees. They came to enjoy the crisp air and well-curated trails, to sit in the bird blind or feed the turtles or read a book by the fireplace in the library. Renee was halfway out on the Red Wing Trail. It was a dry green day at the mouth of spring. It was still a little cold for short clothes, but she couldn't help herself and had gotten out her khaki hiking shorts and denim short-sleeve blouse to put on with her hiking boots and cap. The sun was warm on her skin where she could find it, but this was not one of the sunnier trails. She had spent the hike so far covered in goosebumps from the chill air, but it was nice to feel the beginnings of spring against her skin. Her first thought, upon hearing the sobbing, was that she should move on, If someone came this far out into the woods to cry, they likely wanted to be alone. But something in the timber of the sobs made her imagine that it might be a child, and so she stepped off the trail toward the sound. Renée pushed through a few spiderwebs and around a drapery of old vines and then over a small creek, steadying herself with her walking stick to keep from getting her boots too wet. The sound was getting closer, and she felt as though it was just around the next tree, but when she got there, there was nothing but a small sunny clearing, and the sobbing had stopped. She turned and looked around, but saw no one. Had she imagined the sound? After a moment, she shrugged. The clearing had a fallen log along one side, sitting directly in the warm sunshine, and so she moved over to it and sat, removing a small lunch bag from within her day pack. This would be a good place for her mid-hike snack. She had just turned open the cap of her water bottle when she heard the tiny voice. It was scrambled nonsense. It was clearly language, but very strange, like German played in reverse through a conch shell. The sequence of sounds repeated, though different in intonation. She looked around, but didn't see anyone. Had someone dropped a mobile or a two-way? Is that where the sounds were coming from? When she looked down at the grass, she squeaked. There, near the center of the small clearing, stood a tiny man, leaning against a squat blue mushroom. He was green-skinned and dressed in drab gray coveralls with bright yellow piping at the seams. His hair was jet black and fell to the sides of his narrow vulpine face. His entire person was perhaps eight centimeters in height. After the initial squeak, René took in the sight rather calmly. I didn't know Roe Woods had Feyfolk, she said. Are you like a tree spirit or something? The tiny man spoke to her 
in rapid-fire, breathy sentences, breathing hard, obviously upset. She held her hands out and shrugged. I don't understand you, she said. Do you need help? The little man stared at her silently for a moment, looking as though he was composing himself. Renée took a sip of her water without taking her eyes off him. He walked a few feet to her right, toward the trees at that edge of the clearing. He stood still for a moment, then looked up. She followed his gaze. There, at the end of a tree branch, about ten feet up, was a small square of fabric. About the size of a dish rag. It was deep green, blending in well with the leaves around it. From it, by a bit of string, dangled a small bit of curved metal. Do you need that down? she asked. The man only stood and stared at her, hands at his sides. Okay, she said, closing her water bottle. She set the bottle on the log beside her and stood, taking up her walking stick. She took a few small, careful steps toward the small figure and looked up at the cloth. It would be a simple thing to get it down. Renée gripped her walking stick by its middle and raised the handle toward the tree branch. She poked the stick into the cloth and lifted it away from the branch, pushing herself up onto the toes of her boots to get just a little more clearance when the branch straightened with the release of weight. She slowly lowered the thing to the ground in front of the man, who took a few steps back in the grass as it touched down. He looked up at her with a smile and said something in his odd language. Then he grabbed at the cloth and dragged it back over to the mushroom where he had been leaning when she first saw him. As he did this, Renée returned to her log, set down her walking stick, and picked up her water. She watched as he took a minuscule knife from somewhere on his belt and used it to sever the strings between the cloth and the metallic object. He then sat in the grass and began tinkering with the thing, using his knife to pry open some compartment on one side and carefully removing a splinter of something yellow and glowing from within. While he worked, Renée took out her small peanut butter sandwich and took a bite. When he was done, the man looked up at her a moment and said something short to her. You're welcome, she said, around a bite of sandwich. The man got down on his hands and knees and crawled under the blue mushroom, taking the yellow splinter with him. Renée finished her sandwich and her pepperoni stick while she watched for him to come back out. He did not. Instead, as she was packing her trash back into her lunch bag, she heard a quiet mechanical whine, which grew in intensity as she shoved her water bottle and lunch bag back into her day pack. She stood, swinging her pack over one shoulder, and took her walking stick back up. The blue mushroom began to move. Slowly at first, but then with more energy, the squat shape lifted away from the grass on a small column of flames. It ascended past the branches of the trees, then out of the clearing and into the sky, where she lost track of it. Oh, she said. She knelt to pick up the little thing that she now recognized as a saddle of sorts from where it sat next to the ring of charred grass. She wrapped it in the glossy green parachute and tucked the bundle into her lunch bag with the rest of the trash before heading out. If she moved quick enough on the way back, she wouldn't feel the chill as sharply. 
This has been Mushroom Man, written by C.B. Derogi. Manawaker Studios' Flash Fiction Podcast is supported by patrons on Patreon. Visit patreon.com slash manawaker to find out more. The Flash Fiction Podcast theme song is by Kevin McLeod. The podcast is produced, edited, and narrated by me, C.B. Derogi. Thanks for listening.